reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the Church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We give thanks to God always for all of you, remembering you in our prayers, unceasingly calling to mind your work of faith and labor of love, and endurance and hope of our Lord Jesus Christ before our God and Father, knowing, brothers and sisters loved by God, how you were chosen. For our gospel did not come to you in word alone, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with much conviction. The word of the Lord. So way back in 2012, the rapper Macklemore uh, released his first full-length album, The Heist. I was a freshman in college, it was a big deal. And the first track on that album was called 10,000 Hours. Uh, the song was meant to be a celebration of all the work that had gone into getting him to that point. Uh, this was his first album. He had dealt with addiction for much of his adult life. He had been turned down by a number of uh, record production companies on his journey, but he kept working, kept striving, kept improving at his craft and seeking opportunities. And he was talking about the 10,000 hours that had got in, gone in to getting him to this point that he was ready to put out his first album. It was a celebration of all the hard work that he had put in to get to this point. You know, that 10,000 hours, it's a reference to Malcolm Gladwell uh, in his book Outliers. He talks about the 10,000 hour rule that uh, it takes for someone to become a master at something. So he says, you start a new practice, you begin uh, to build up your reps, if you will, and it takes about 10,000 hours to, to become a master at that thing. So let's take uh, baking for an example. You know, you get into the kitchen, you start mixing your ingredients, putting them in the oven, and you know, you've made chocolate chip cookies. That at first, your progress seems to be going well. But then you run into an obstacle, right? Your ingredients won't come together. You burn something. What then? You're faced with a decision, right? Do I, do I quit? Do I move on to something else? Do I say baking's not for me? Or do I commit and keep moving forward, keep trying to improve? The Christian life, too, we know, takes practice, right? We see uh, this with our initial conversion to the faith, or maybe when we return to the faith, uh, all of a sudden, there's a lot of change going on, right? Maybe something I've been struggling with, an addiction or a vice, all of a sudden, it's, it's gone. I'm making a lot of progress. You know, my relationships with others are improving. And then I run into an obstacle. You know, maybe the Lord presents some part of my life that I don't know if I'm ready to work on. Or, you know, suddenly I'm being asked to change in a way that doesn't feel as exciting or as good. And I face that same question again. Do I quit or do I commit, right? I don't think any of us are in danger of quitting entirely from, from the practice of Christianity. But there is that temptation to say, you know, that, not that part of my life, Lord, not there. We're not going to go there right now. Or do I commit? Do I allow Jesus to come in and give that part of my life to him as well? And as we've all experienced in our lives of discipleship, this isn't a choice that we just have to face once or twice. It's something that presents itself again and again and again. The Christian life is hard work. It takes practice. And as Paul explains to the Thessalonians, 
as they are learning in their own lives of discipleship, it's one marked by faith, by love, by hope. They're learning that these virtues aren't just easy feelings. They're not good feelings. They're not easy practices. They take work. So Paul calls it the work of faith, the labor of love, the endurance and hope that's the mark of this Christian life. Right? Work, labor, endurance, these aren't easy words. These aren't fun words. They're difficult. They take dedication, and we don't always see the fruit of the work we put in. Right? To pursue Christ is hard work. It's going to take way more than 10,000 hours to get there. And yet, yet, I think each of us knows deep down that the Christian life isn't fundamentally about the work that we put into it. Right? What does our Lord say to the Pharisees? He says the prostitutes and the tax collectors are entering the kingdom of heaven before you. Right? The Christian life isn't just about how hard we work at it. And I think we can see that too in this reading from the first letter to the Thessalonians. Right? Paul talks about the work of faith, the labor of love, the endurance of hope. He puts hope last. We're used to a, a certain order of those virtues, right? Faith, hope, charity. And that order makes sense, right? The virtues build on each other, charity being the greatest of them. But Paul puts hope last here. And I think that change emphasizes the whole orientation of our life as disciples, as Christians. We aren't just focused here, but we look forward in hope to what's been promised to us. We look forward to what's been promised by God, and then out of that hope, we can respond with the hard work of love. You know, Benedict XVI, uh, in his encyclical on hope, Spe Salvi, he said, a distinguishing mark of Christians is the fact that they have a future. It's not that they know the details of what awaits them, but they know in general terms that their life will not end in emptiness. They don't know the details of what awaits them, but they know in general terms that their life will not end in emptiness. Right? We, there's so much to, to worry about these days. I think about the pandemic, the election, you know, the decline of the church in our country, what's going on in my own studies, what's going on in each of our ministries. We don't know what's going to happen with any of those. We don't know the details. We don't know the particulars. And I think there's a real temptation there to just say, I'm going to work hard and work hard and work hard, and that'll take care of it. We don't know the details, but we do know who's called us into those details, who's called us into those situations. We know that he is faithful. We know that he loves us. The hard work isn't how I'm going to get out of there. The hard work is my response to his love in calling me into that situation because I believe that this is where God wants me to be. And in that, he doesn't leave us alone. He doesn't leave us alone just to work out how to follow him. Brothers, he gives us himself. He gives us the Eucharist, which we pray every day before the office to be a pledge of future glory for us. Every day when we encounter the Eucharist, we're reminded of that hope that promise that God has in store for us. When we gaze on the Eucharist, 
When we look on the host, we see him who's giving himself to us, who's calling himself, who's calling us to himself out of love. Then, in response to that call, then we can offer our hard work as a sacrifice, not as a justification. There's a sacrifice out of faith, love, and hope that this is what he's calling us to. Yeah.